IU football had its first scrimmage of fall camp on Friday. So what did we learn from preseason game number one? You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, guys? Welcome to Locked on Hoosiers. Today is Monday, August 15th. I am your host, as always, Jacob Rood. I want to thank you guys for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every single day. You guys are the absolute best. Indiana football had its first inter-squad scrimmage of fall camp uh, last Friday, Friday morning. Uh, our episode had already come out by then, but we still have plenty of time to talk about takeaways, what we've heard from that. Uh, and also Big Ten Network was at Indiana for uh, kind of their team by team look at uh, fall camps and t- gave us a little bit more of a sense of some things to expect from this team. So we're going to dive into all that right here obviously we're starting with the quarterback battle uh I'll, I'll let you guys know we're piecing some things together from interviews from that big 10 network uh piece it's on youtube if you guys want to watch it it's about 30 minutes long uh tom allen also spoke to the media after the scrimmage so i'll try to let you guys know where these quotes came from but uh qb battle obviously the topic of discussion and Tom Allen referred to this as preseason game number one, as we did. Uh, he said after the scrimmage that the winner is probably going to be known after this week's scrimmage, uh, at least internally. It sounds like each Friday they're going to have a scrimmage. So after this week, there's a pretty good chance Indiana's going to know who the starter is for their game against Illinois. But as we suspected, he has no intention of letting it letting the public know who the starter is going to be until just before kickoff ahead of the Illinois game. Uh, as he has said multiple times, he said if he would, or as a defensive minded coach, if he knows who the quarterback going into a game is, it's a huge advantage. We'll, we'll probably talk about this a little bit later. The way IU has treated this uh, first game, keeping everything under wraps, I think has added a lot of pressure to this game, but we'll dive into that on another day. Uh, Tom Allen to the media on Friday of what he wants from his quarterback. Quote, command of the offense, number one, protecting the ball, number two, which I thought we did a good job of Friday. And the number three, winning the team over. Who, when we have the ball with time on the clock, if that guy's in the huddle, our team believes we're going to find a way to win. That's the final step, or that that's what the final step is for finding out who the guy needs to be. Walt Bell was on that Big Ten Network piece. He talked about needing a quarterback who he can uh, trust, a, a trustworthy guy there, and somebody who can manage the line of scrimmage, manage the offensive line, and the team out there on the field, also while minimizing errors. Uh, he said that these scrimmages are going to be a big part of the evaluation. Uh, so now, having given you all that, there we don't really know anything different about whether it's going to be Jack Tuttle or Connor Basilic. Um what I mean, Jerry DiNardo spoke about uh, the quarterback battle on Big Ten Network. He said that both options are solid. That doesn't give us any any type of insight. Uh, an interesting thing, just looking at the quotes, there was a lot of talk about Dexter Williams, who is someone we haven't talked about a ton. We, we mentioned him talking about the quarterback position uh, during kind of our previews during the summer. 
He is going to be the third string quarterback. He missed all of last season, suffered a knee injury that kept him out the full season. I believe it was on the first day of fall camp. He tore his ACL and was out the whole season. All three of those guys played in the scrimmage. Um, there isn't a three QB race. I don't think so. But there was a curious amount of talk about Dexter Williams. Um, Tom Allen said Dexter had a tremendous offseason. It could simply be Dexter Williams has come a long way uh, since last season or last year when he suffered that injury and they want to commend him for what he's done. Dexter Williams is a very different type of quarterback to either Baselick or Jack Tuttle. And maybe we see him in some different kind of packages. I don't know, because they also said they've had those packages for Donovan McCauley too. But I just thought it was noteworthy, the amount they've talked about Dexter Williams. Now, there are other things you can read between the lines. Taiwan Mullen had a quote where he said both guys when talking about the quarterbacks. Uh, so I don't think it's a three-quarterback battle. But it was it's just interesting the amount of time that was devoted to talking about the third string quarterback and mentioning him. Look, he deserves uh he deserves to be commended for getting back into the fold after suffering that ACL injury. He's probably the quarterback of the future, uh, looking past this season. I don't think he's the quarterback of the now, but something maybe to keep an eye on. Um but what this is going to come down to is Connor Bazelak and Jack Tuttle. Those guys, it seems like, are the quarterbacks of the now. Uh, it, it's just been an interesting battle. We haven't really gotten a lot of insight into it. Not shocking. It, it's been almost frustrating at times how tight-lipped Indiana has been about the quarterback battle in the offense. It's loosened a little bit, almost out of requirement by having these having Big Ten Network come in and just sharing their insight. But even then, they didn't really say a lot about the quarterback battle. I don't know if that was a a wink-wink agreement or if they simply didn't have a lot to say about it. They talked about it, but they talked about it in generality. So there's not really any different type of insight we gained from Big Ten Network or from Tom Allen's quotes or Walt Bell's quotes. We don't know who is leading this race. Uh, I think the closest we've got to any sort of insight is when Tom Allen spoke last week when we mentioned it and spoke about all the intangibles Jack Tuttle had and then spoke about the tangible things Connor Bazelik did when talking about the strengths of both. To me, talking about the tangible things Connor Bazelik can do feels like a little bit more noteworthy than talking like he talked about how great of a leader Jack Tuttle is versus how Connor Bazelik throws a catchable ball and a quick release. I might be reading too much into it, but that's what we're forced to do when we don't really have any so- sort of insight. Otherwise, Connor Basic and Jack Tuttle both talked about um, their quarterback battle, and we'll dive into what they had to say here in a moment. As you gear up for the fall, though, guys, you need the right people around you, the right team to help make your small business fire on all cylinders. That's why today's sponsor is LinkedIn Jobs. They make it much easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn. 
LinkedIn jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your, add your job in the purple hiring frame to LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right place to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. That's why your small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. And did you know that every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Shout out to them for being the sponsor of today's show. Shout out to all of you guys that have subscribed to us over at YouTube. We're growing rapidly over there. Join in on that community so you can talk about the uh, the Hoosiers daily on our episodes that we post at 7 a.m. over there. You can join the discussion in the comments section. Let's look at what Connor Bazelik and Jack Tuttle had to say themselves. Again, it wasn't a lot. Uh, Connor Bazelik, quote, I thought I did very well uh, in the scrimmage, he said. Asked what he kind of brings to the table. He talked about the experience he has, having spent two years in the SEC. Uh, he said he's seen basically any type of defense you can throw at him, which maybe, but uh, I don't know that that part's true, but I do know that playing against SEC defenses is a huge bonus for him uh, because those are going to be the cream of the crop. So uh, spending two years playing those teams as a freshman and sophomore is a huge bonus uh, keys to him. He, uh, he was asked about the quarterback position and the offense to, to find success, really explosive plays, pushing tempo, scoring points, letting the defense do its thing. Uh, explosive plays were not a part of IU's offense in really any way, shape or form last season. Uh, I'd be hard pressed to think of a single explosive play. The only one that immediately comes to mind was at the end of the Idaho game when Jack Tuttle hit AJ Barner and garbage time on a missed or like a broken coverage uh, for a, a long touchdown. And that is it. I hardly count that as an explosive play, uh, but pushing tempo scoring points. I used struggle to do that all last season as well. Letting the defense do its thing is interesting because I, I think more than anything, it's letting the defense not have to always do its thing and being able to sustain drives, not even necessarily that they end in scores, but letting the defense catch its breath and not have to be on the field nonstop, uh, I think is a big, big thing this offense needs to do this season. Uh, somewhat unrelated quote, talking about the defense, quote, I think they're unbelievable. He talked about uh, the two cornerbacks being uh, some of the best he's played against and Jalen Williams and Taiwan Mullen. Those guys are going to be really, really good this season. Uh, we've talked Taiwan Mullen is kind of featuring on – uh, all Big Ten teams to start off the year. Pro Football Focus, he's getting some of the recognition that he deserves. And if he stays healthy, he's going to be getting a lot more of it at the end of the season. Jack Tuttle talked about some of his biggest focuses he had for himself during the offseason. He said both footwork and decision-making have been the two biggest things. Um, he was asked about the offense and what's different this year. He's not. He won't give any anything away. Uh, he was towing the company line on this one. 
He he just literally said I, we he doesn't want to give too much away before the first game. It's different progressions, different reads, different tempo. That reveals nothing. We knew all that was going to be different, so uh, it was worth including. But it, it just further shows how much IU is keeping its offense under wraps, to say the least. He's talked about taking on a leadership role, which he's talked about. Tom Allen's talked about. He was one of the guys, as soon as the season ended last year, after that Purdue game, he was one of the guys that texted Tom Allen to talk to him or wanting to talk to him uh, in person about how to avoid having that type of season happen again. So he was taking a leadership position right away uh, last season, and that's transitioned into this season. Keys to success for him, uh, as he said offensively, uh, uh, the same question that was posed to Connor Bazelik, Execution, uh, which is not uh, – IU just didn't execute offensively really in any way last season, especially against Big Ten opponents. Mindset in the red zone, being able to score, that's a big thing we maybe haven't talked about enough this season. IU was not good in the red zone last year. They did not score nearly as much as they should have. So not just getting to the red zone, but scoring touchdowns once you get into the red zone – is going to be really big. I always think back to that Cincinnati game when IU should have led by a lot more than 14 to nothing, but they didn't execute in the red zone and they only led 14 nothing. And when Cincinnati got its act together, the hole wasn't as big as it should have been and they climbed out of it and won that game, um, kind of going away in the second half. Staying together as a team with any type of adversity was one of the last keys Jack Tuttle said. Again, you just need to look back to last season and how. Doesn't sound like that team stayed together during adversity much at all um, as the season wore on. It's hard not to look at everything, especially Jack Tuttle says, and not look back at last season and what they didn't do there. But uh, when you have a season like IU did last year where you only win two games, you got to learn from it uh, so that you don't repeat those same mistakes. So uh, that's going to be the big thing for Indiana this season is making sure they learn from their mistakes and they don't repeat them uh, because if you repeat much of anything I did last season, it's going to be another really long season. Let's talk about uh, what Tom Allen had to say, what Walt Bell had to say, and then some of the takeaways the Big Ten analysts themselves had uh, with IU. One really interesting name was brought up unsolicited by those guys We'll dive into that here in a second. First, if you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you're depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. Uh, I This just makes my mouth water, just reading this ad. Delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. That's right. Built has done it, done it again. Let me introduce you to your new favorite cookie dough chunk puffs. They have a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks, and of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. I've had them myself. They're my new favorite. I've said that multiple times when Built Bar has released a new one, but these ones might not be topped. These are my favorite, favorite ones yet. Uh, They're only 160 calories. They only have 15 grams, or they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. Excuse me. What's great about Built Bars is that they are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides you a ton of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. You're going to love the new cookie cookie dough chunk puff, whether you need it as a snack for your workout, 
a late night treat or just grab need to grab a quick bite built is the perfect protein bar and they taste better than a candy bar ditch the calories fat and sugar grab yourself a built bar by going over to built.com use the promo code locked on 15 it's a little bit different it is now locked on 15 for 15 percent off your order that's locked on 15 for 15 percent off at built.com Another shout out to LinkedIn Jobs for uh, sponsoring today's, not just today's episode, but being the official college football and basketball recruiting sponsor across the Locked On College Network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. Let's look at some final non-QB related uh, things that were mentioned by Tom Allen and Walt Bell. Uh, Tom Allen said the focus on the depth chart was uh, going to come from the scrimmage on Friday, and then they'll kind of readjust it uh, and use that new depth chart moving forward. So basically, I don't f- they're not going to release it, but there is going to be a new look depth chart after Friday's scrimmage. It seems like they're putting a lot of emphasis on these scrimmages, not just for the QB battle, but for the entire um, team. We talked about... The wide receiver position, for example, and how wide open it is. So who performs well in those is, is really going to t- determine um, the wide receiver position. He said the game came down to a fourth and one on the goal line to decide the winner. I don't know how much is scripted from these games. Uh, I don't know what deciding the winner meant. There, it, It's cool to think that the offense is on the same level as the defense. I'd be really, really surprised if that is the case when IU plays Illinois uh, in about three weeks' time. But, I mean, fair enough. If they, if that's what Tom Allen said, then I'm not going to call him a liar. Uh, he's talked about scoring in the red zone as an emph- uh, emphasis. We just mentioned that. Uh, Jack Tuttle said the same thing. But uh, it's an area they clearly struggled in last season, and he said as much. Talking about being the defensive coordinator, how, that, uh, how he's going to handle that, uh, he said he, he trusts – the defensive coordinator to kind of run meetings and um, with the team or with the players, he sits in on those meetings, but uh, he trusts, uh, he trusts him to kind of take control of those meetings and, um, and be in charge in that aspect. Uh, But he, um, Chad Wilt. I'm sorry. I was looking up his name. I, I blanked on his name. He trusts Chad Wilt to, to run the meetings. And if he needs to leave and go deal with something to be in charge, but ultimately um, while Chad Wilt's kind of, he can script things uh, defensively. Tom Allen's involved schematically and he has the final call and input. So Chad Wilt is going to have an impact, but it's all going to fall on Tom Allen's shoulders for better or for worse. So, We'll see how that dynamic works. Tom Allen stopped calling the defense, uh, the the defensive plays because it was taking away too much from him as a head coach in other areas. Maybe he's learned how to better organize his time, but I have some concerns about how that's going to work out. Uh, a Walt Bell quote that was interesting. Uh, he said Donovan McCauley will quote be a phenomenal player someday. Um, it. <laughs> It's interesting. Someday is an interesting word there. Uh, It seemed like he was in the battle for one of the wide receiver positions based on the depth chart. 
maybe he is, maybe he isn't, but he obviously is starting way behind the eight ball. He has a lot of ground to make up. He's going to play a role this season. Just going to be determined how big of a role it's going to be. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, Taiwan Mullen spoke to big, all this is from big 10 network. Uh, he talked about the QB battle and said both of those guys. Um, he was talking about how talented they are. So it seems to indicate it won't be a three team or three QB battle. But again, interesting how much Dexter Williams was mentioned. Um, another quote that's easy that he gave that is easy to look back on last year upon quote, once you get success, you have to keep grinding. You're not entitled to anything. Again, it's hard not to read that quote and look back to last season. Some of the things Tom Allen's talked about. We'll see if a different mindset is had by this IU football team, especially from the returning guys, but very interesting quotes all around. Um, Joshua Perry and Howard Griffith, two analysts for Big Ten Network, gave some of their takeaways from watching the scrimmage on Friday. They mentioned, they were the first ones to mention that all three quarterbacks played, so... They all three made plays to what degree I, we won't know. We won't ever know, but very interestingly, they singled out Deshaun McCullough as someone that quote, really caught our eye. They mentioned him as a defensive lineman slash rusher. Um, he, it, I, it's probably that bull position that he's going to be playing. And that's, I believe where he found himself on the depth chart. Uh, they said he has an elite pass rusher skill set in him. Um, and they said, quote, looks like he's going to be a big part of the packages they run. Sounds like Deshaun McCullough is having himself one hell of a fall camp, which is great news. Like, I'm really excited to see where he plays. Um, I, it, I think he's going to play the linebacker position. And then in kind of obvious passing downs, I could see him moving into that bull position and getting after the quarterback, which if he's able to rush the quarterback from that position, that kind of fills the hole Micah McFadden left in that specific skill. McFadden was terrific at getting to the quarterback on passing downs. If that's how kind of IU is going to have to replace him is having different guys fill very specific roles. And if McCullough can be a pass rusher, that fills that very specific role in that hole left by Micah McFadden. So it'll be interesting to see if that is the case. Uh, they talked about having veterans transfers. Veteran transfers actually makes it a little bit easier for them to adjust and fit in. IU had a lot of guys come from places where they'd played roles. They were juniors, seniors. They'd been there a couple of years. So switching doesn't involve uh, as much adjusting to college as it does just adjusting to the team. So that makes things a little bit different, perhaps a little bit easier for them to uh, adapt. So it's going to be interesting to see a number of different aspects as fall camp continues to go on. The QB battle, uh, apparently whether Dexter Williams uh, factors into it, but also Deshaun McCullough, whether he is, uh, what role he's going to have this season, how big of a role he's going to have. A lot of things to still uncover. We'll continue to cover fall camp as much information as we get. It's not going to be a lot, and that's going to be the case until we play Illinois in a couple weeks' time. But uh, until then, we'll continue to cover things for you. Thanks again for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. We'll be back with you later this week as well to talk more basketball recruiting. We're going to talk the 2022 recruiting class on Wednesday's episode. So be sure. It's going to be an exciting week. Be sure you guys are subscribed to Locked on Hoosiers. 
Know what your team is up against across the Big Ten with Locked On Big Ten. Every day, host Nate Dickinson and the local experts of Locked On take you across the Big Ten in 30 minutes. Make Locked On Big Ten your second listen, Locked On Big Ten. Follow us on Twitter if you have not already. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave a rating and review. You guys know all of that. Most importantly, though, guys, want everybody to have a terrific start to their week. Have a great Monday and Elio.